When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From the Fifth Quarter Studio in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to the Coaching Youth Hoops Podcast. Basketball. Basketball. Here's our hosts, Steve Collins. Steve Collins. And Bill Flitter. Bill Flitter. Hey, everybody. Um, before we jump into the podcast, I'd like to give a big shout out to teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. This kind of brings it, brings this podcast to you. Um, now that we're kind of getting, we're approaching the, the double digits here, I want to give a big shout out to teachhoops.com. Um, if you're looking for a mentor, if you're looking for uh, a help, if you're looking for my personal email address, if you're looking for any of that, I know Bill and I are going to be doing some uh, specific stuff for youth coaches, but if you're if you're looking for something in the meantime, teachhoops.com is what allows us to keep the lights on and keep these podcasts coming to you. So go over and check it out. Let's head off to the podcast. Hello, coaches, and welcome to episode 11 of the Coaching Youth Hoops podcast. I am your host, Coach Bill Flitter. Today, Steve is out, but we have a special guest, my friend and fellow basketball trainer, Brittany Moore. Good morning, Brittany. How are you? I'm doing well, Bill. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Uh, Brittany is, as I said, is a basketball trainer here in the San Francisco Bay Area. She created the Basketball uh, Academy Access Your Game training in 2013. Uh, And she shares the same vision as the podcast. We talked about this earlier in podcast episodes, right? We want to level up kids across the world. And and that she has done. Moore has hosted camps around the globe, including with WNBA star Skylar Diggins. She has hooped it up in Thailand, France. Ghana in the Dominican Republic, and we are so happy to have you on today's episode. Uh, in preparation for the uh, for the interview today, though, I asked Brittany, "What is one topic she was most passionate about?" And her response was nutrition. And you know, it's a subject that you know is not typical a typical part of a coach's practice plan. And 
you know, we're talking about kids from K uh, through eighth grade. And I'm so looking forward to see where uh, Brittany takes the discussion today. Um, I definitely have some strong opinions and thoughts and my own experiences as well on the lack of nutrition uh, in general. So Brittany, but before we get started, Brittany, I'd love to hear and share with our listeners your basketball journey. Absolutely. Um, I started playing when I was in second grade. Um, In addition to all of the other introductory sports like soccer, um, I mean, I did a lot of track and field. Um, We were a part of the Boys and Girls Club, so we just participated in in a a variety of sports, but I really took a, a liking to basketball, so I began to play competitively, and I was always the only girl playing with boys, which was a lot um, inspired by my parents, who also have, you know, just a heavy background um, when it comes to sports and a love for particular, particularly basketball. I, I played all through like, the, the youth sports I participated in, like National Junior Basketball League. Um, and when I started playing competitively in the fifth grade, I still played with the boys. So I played with them all the way up until the seventh, eighth grade when we changed the ball size. And so I mm-hmm. felt like that was a, a perfect entry point for me to transition over and start to, to play with the girls. And in hindsight, that was kind of the kickstart and, and really, really showed me that, you know, it was such a benefit to play with the boys because I mean, when I was out there playing with the girls, everything was easy because obviously boys at that age, they're faster, they're more aggressive. They, you know, you kind of have to earn your spot on the floor as far as like shooting. And so the work was extra. Um, The work was more difficult, but obviously the reward was a thousand times better. Um, I played all the way through high school. I played in college. And then I, I finished my career playing um, professionally overseas, and I spent five years um, traveling from Puerto Rico, playing for the FIBA national team there. Um, I spent some time in Munich, Germany. Um, I also played in Barcelona, and then I ended my career in, in France. So a pretty, pretty extensive uh, travel for me. I, I ended my career a little earlier. My, my dad was diagnosed with stomach cancer. So I decided to come back home, which was a great decision because he only had like six months left. Um, so with, with, my, with my dad being a huge, huge integral part of, of my career, um, I thought like after that, you know, tragic, uh, you know, point in my life, losing a parent, I was like, no more basketball for me. I was going to hang up the shoes mm. and, and just kind of travel the world and, go back to school, get my master's, which I ended up doing in sports management. But then there was just a piece that was missing. Um, So I started to train um, a few kids like locally just at the park. And and at that time I was working as the sports um, Saturday sports coordinator and youth sports coordinator for the downtown Berkeley YMCA, which I loved. And uh, I was like, there there has to be a way for me to still be immersed in basketball, not just watching it, but be involved. And I didn't want to coach at that time. I just was really enjoying training. Um, But the Y wrote me in and I took over one of the youth programs who had 
um, they had a decent amount of boys who were really, really talented. So they moved them into the AAU world and they were like, we need a coach. Do you want a coach? And I was, I was really young at the time. I was like, I don't know X's and O's. So I was By the like, way, Brittany, you are still young at the time. <laughs> today, okay. So just want to point that out. Oh yeah. So I was like, I don't want to take, take on this head coach role because I know how um, tough the AAU, AAU world can be, but I was like, Hey, let, let, let's do it. And so uh, now fast forward, it's funny because, my very, very first client who was also on my team at the time, um, Demiri Lindo, uh, who's, who his dad is a, a pretty famous actor, Delroy Lindo. He's, uh, he's in college now. He's, he's going to be a sophomore. And so just to look back and they were not good back then. Like we were getting, <laughs> we were getting man, blown out by like 30 or 40, 50. Um, but I just had this lovely, lovely group of boys and I started to train them. And then I fell in love with the skill development piece. Um, And then I started my own business. And I, the first year I was going to throw in the towel. I was like, there's no way um, (laughs) I could sustain this. Um, Cause I didn't know I was, I was going into a completely new arena. Right. And on the business aspect, it just, there's so many things, obviously as an entrepreneur in order to run your own business. So um, I was like, Oh, I don't think this is for me. But I stuck with it. You know, I had a few people in my corner that that were like, no, just just give it a shot. Continue to work. And I I always share this story with with folks is I I hosted my very first basketball all girls clinic. I was like, this is going to be great. I ordered a ton of shirts. I catered a bunch of food. Um, Oh, my gosh. There's just so money that I so much money that I put out. And I was like, this is this is going to blow up. Why not? Like people know me in the area. Um, yeah, it was only my first year. They will come, right? Yeah. I'm like, I'll have about 50 kids. I had four girls that signed up. So I was going to cancel the camp. And my mom said, like, as a new business, like, if I can give you any piece of advice, I would just say, like, don't ever cancel anything. Even if you have those four, just rock with those four. And then, you know, we'll see what will come um, further. And so I didn't, I didn't cancel those four were great. And it was just those word of mouth, right. From those four parents that their, their child had a great time at camp. And then the next, I hosted one like a three months later and then, you know, I had like 16 sure. and then I just, yeah, I grew over time. Um, and so I just stuck with it. And so now today you're, uh, you're training on a regular basis. How many kids do you have in your program? About I have over 160 athletes that are enrolled in my academy. That's awesome. Congrats on that. Seeing you stuck with it from the four to, you know, hundred and over a hundred today. And right. also a high school basketball coach. So yes. um, you have a, oh, what? wait, forgot another thing. And a newborn. And a newborn. So, so you're, you're a busy person. Busy parent and uh, trying to balance all of those things. But it's, it's, it's a great, it's an awesome, it's been an awesome learning curve for me. Yeah. I've enjoyed the journey like immensely. It's been amazing. Yeah. You know, and it's, a, it's, it's like you said, it's rewarding, right? It's a lot of work, you know, as coaches know, um, but at the end of the day, it's rewarding. And I always keep, I have this folder, uh, the reasons why I coach. 
And when I get those little emails or those, you know, thank you for, hey, coach, thank you for this. Thank you for that. I stick them in that folder. So when I get on that bad day, right, uh, I just open up that folder, read, okay, this is the reason why I'm going to, you know, why I, why I stay with it. But, and I apologize, that's my dog barking in the background. So this is, you know, we're not going to edit that out. That's my dog Friday. It's a little labradoodle. So yeah, Love my daughter it. named her because um, Friday is the best day of the week. So that's, there we go. Okay, let's go with Friday. It sounds good. Um, all right. So uh, let's talk about the subject of nutrition. First off, what does that even mean in, in your mind as it relates to youth hoops? So, uh, you know, this goes back to the whole time when, you know, we, Michelle Obama jump started, you know, the let's move campaign, mm -hmm. which I was, you know, working at the Y back then. And I was, I was just so into it. Um, it was something that I felt I needed to incorporate not only into my own, my personal way of being, because as an athlete, right, you sometimes like I was blessed to just have fast metabolism that was passed down from my parents. Um, I didn't eat well at all in college. Mm -hmm. I didn't eat well at all when I was playing overseas, but you know, I was in the, I was in the best shape. It, what, what I thought was the best shape. I mean, right. Physicality. It was, it was, you know, you see results that way, but you're playing basketball six hours a day, right. you know, you're lifting weights, you're on, a, on these really, really tight um, regimens and programs, but it wasn't until I started working really, really with the youth where I was like, dang, they have terrible eating habits. Mm -hmm. And it was, you know, camps and stuff that I started to run where um, I started to be very, very mindful of what I had at my snack bars, right? Like as far as like accessibility and ease, you want to go with like the chips and everything that's going to be like candy, right? Yeah. that's not the best you, you know we're we're giving them right. an hour break uh, you know and, and and expecting them to come back the second half of the camp and play games and then I'm upset if I'm coaching like why do you look so tired why are you fatigued you know and I'm like well you know yeah, whatever they fueled their body with an hour ago wasn't the best so that's kind of where I started to fall in, in love with the nutrition process, yeah, um, especially as it applied to youth and, you know, living and growing up in, in the Bay area, you know, I spent a lot of my time in Oakland and then in just those lower, you know, socioeconomic areas, just, they didn't have the accessibility or the knowledge to, you know, understand that nutrition was a huge piece in, in their growth as not only just a human, but as it applied to being an athlete. So I started there yeah. um, and I fell in love with just learning about, you know, that campaign. And then I, I did a bunch of like volunteer work. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Um, 
which helped like revamp the policies in, in schools and after school programs, um, provided like, sci- like scientific information about um, the ways that nutrition plays a role, um, public awareness. Um, that's kind of where it, it, it took off. And then I've just been so involved in it ever since. So let's break that down then. So uh, what, so I'm a coach, I'm coaching, let's call it third grade, fourth grade uh, YMCA team. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I noticed that my players are coming in to practice a little tired, a little fatigued, maybe showing up for games, a little bit tired, fatigued, whatever, just sluggish. Give me some practical tips that, I can do on, on the nutrition side, right. Mm-hmm. To help them. So I, I think the first thing is just making it super relatable and simple for the youth. Uh-huh. Um, you know, we can't get to, so, so complex that like you need to be eating this amount of protein, you know, how carbs affect right. your body. It's just really simplicity. Um, saying what you put in your body um, will either give you the ability to perform at optimal level or, you know, you're going to find down the road that you will struggle, you know, like, uh, for instance, Gatorade over, mm-hmm. you know, body armor. I'm, I'm a huge fan of, I was a huge fan of Gatorade when I was playing, but when, you know, once body armor came out and, you know, the bases, the scientific piece about like the coconut water and the electrolytes, right. and everything yeah. that I, obviously I, I was definitely, um, I leaned toward, um, that, um, as far as a sports drink. And then just a second thing I would say is like the repetition, just always reminding them, like when they enter the gym, like, what did you eat before? When you leave, like I, after my huddles, I'm always like, great work. You know, we point out a few things that we need to continue to work on based on what time of the season it is. Right. And then yeah. I'm always like, when you leave the gym, make sure that you fill your body with something that is going to be of nutritional value basic right right and the more times i say it the more times it's implanted in their mind and then you know now now my my high school athletes are like coach got it coach got it <laughs> i got it i got it i got Maybe it that look, but, yeah. but you know even if a lot of them even if some of them only take heed to it um a lot of them they they understand where i'm coming from because i my high school girls funny story two years ago you know, days are long, right? Yep. You know, coaching here at Head of Royce, the academics are so rigorous. You know, and then I'm asking you after a long day to show up and be present at practice for two hours. And then we might we might even extend that to watch film. So two of my girls DoorDash Taco Bell, right? And they were like, hey, coach, we'll be right back. We have to, whatever, go see the trainer, Bill. I'm like, cool, see you soon. So they run up, they get their door dashed, and they are stuffing their face in the hallway. Oh, no. Meanwhile, I went out of out of when we were watching film to refill my water bottle, and I see them down the hallway, and they are just like their face. They were like, "Oh no, this is bad. This is bad." So you know, they're they're conscious of it, even right, if they right, don't practice right, it on right, a yeah. daily basis. Um, and then I would say the third thing is really, really practicing what you preach. Right. I, I can't tell my athletes that I expect something out of them. And then here I am walking into the gym That's right. with a soda and a bag of chips. So yeah. I'm always, they know that I, I, I always walk into the gym. I have, I have my Pellegrino. Um, you know, I have some type of like 
nutrition, like nutritionist snack, yeah. like whether it's nuts. And then yeah. you know, they make fun of me now, um, but they know it's, it, it comes with me. And so yeah. I, I also- carry this. I have this everywhere. Uh-huh. In the car is the big old water bottle. Water, uh, water, so- water. So, yeah. So, a couple of things come uh, come to mind. Uh, you know, one of the one of the things I I I was think it was my fourth or fifth grade team. Uh, again, coming to the games just sluggish. So, I started bringing nutritional bars to practice, or I mean, to the games. And you know, we would meet an hour before the game started. They get something in the belly, and I noticed a significant difference. Just in that yes. now. Um, so I started doing that. And that's one thing that coaches can do. Um, the second thing that you brought up, and I think is really important is just hydration. And if you're a coach, you know, depending on where you are around the country and time of year, uh, you know, making regular stops for hydration. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if you have a rule of thumb. Sometimes, you know, you'll, you'll schedule that into a practice. Literally, if you have a practice plan, you know, water break. What I encourage my athletes to do when there's just like a brief downtime, just go grab water. In addition to the breaks that we have, I don't know, what's your philosophy on, and cause I think, again, it's an important thing to, you know, if you're working these kids hard, you have an hour practice, hour and a half, two hours that they do get some water in their bodies. So important. And as I'm going to, I'm going to be very transparent. Like as a new, when I first started coaching at the high school level, you know, with the basketball background that I had, I wasn't as mindful about integrating those water breaks into the practice. Cause I'm like, we only have an, a lot amount of time. Yeah. <laughs> I want to prepare my girls. Can't stop for 30 seconds for water. What are you talking I know. about? Right? I'm like, we have to maximize all the time that we have in the gym. So, yeah. you know, I go back and I actually looked at old practice plans. I'm like, wow. You're like, tough, coach. What's going on? Like I only factored in two water breaks and then, you know, no, it doesn't work that. And, and we're, we're our work rate is so high. And so when, when you are healthy and you are sweating, you have to hydrate. It's, it's so important. So I, I learned quickly to make sure I factor in more time for water breaks, but is, it is the key to getting um, the best out of your players. Yeah. It's yeah, making yeah. sure that they not only are eating something of high nutritional value before practice, not a huge meal, but something that's going to give them that energy. And, you know, I, I'm blessed to be able to be here at Head Royce where they can go to the cafe and they can grab, you know, a bag of trail mix, like boiled eggs. Um, so they know. And I, at the start of the season, I give them a list of things that they should be eating before practice for, for those that have the, have goals to make it to the next level or the ones that are going to transition into a spring sport making sure that after practice, you know, they're eating uh, the appropriate things. And then the night, it's always so important. The night before a game is to get those carbs in like the pastas, like those that's healthy, mm-hmm. you, get, you know, yeah. it's, you're able to, you know, keep it keeps you full, but then, you know, next day, a, the ability to burn that off. So, you know, so let's walk, let's, let's take that back. So then um, kind of do a recap here. So, I'm a youth coach. Again, I'm coaching kindergarten through eighth grade. Uh, Remind them 
to bring water to practice, always have a full water bottle, no matter the age, doesn't matter. Right. Um, coaches can schedule frequent, frequent water breaks, um, encourage them to eat something before a game, before they show up for their game. Um, and go as far as maybe bringing snacks for them, nutritional snacks for the kids before practice or before the games. Anything else that you would suggest? Is that uh, kind of a good summary of what we talked about? I think that's a great summary. And then I, Bill, I've, I've done this in the past too, is just offering many workshops, right? Bringing mm. somebody like, that's, that's a not, great idea. Yeah. That's not my background, right? Like right, I, right. I, I got, my minor was in kinesiology, yeah. but you know, and I've done a lot of work on my own, just learning, um, because obviously like I want to live the longest that <laughs> I right. can. And I know that nutrition plays a huge role. Um, but parents have, have it, it's not only the child, right? right? Right. Providing the knowledge and the information to the parents. So I've done like many workshops where I'll hire someone else, like a nutritionist mm. to come in um, who specifically works with athletes, not, not just high level athletes, but, the wide gamut, right? You, um, and that could break it down for parents on the importance. And sometimes, uh, that I've seen, I've not sometimes I've seen a huge benefit in doing those, those workshops for the parents. Cause they're like, Oh yeah. But you know, then they start to think a, a, a little, you know, harder about what, what they are giving their child. So, you know, and, and it should be part of the practice plan, you know, just even if it's a simple reminder, even if you're not bringing up something, it's um, when you do communicate with the parents on your team is, you know, bring up the fact of nutrition, right? Um, schedule those water breaks, uh, you know, uh, bring snacks if you can, uh, just so the kids have something to eat, because you'd be surprised. And I know my daughter, you know, she goes to school, no matter how much I tell her, eat before you go to school even, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not hungry, right? I'm not right. hungry. Well, just get a little something in your belly, right? Because, you, you know, you're going to be sitting there for a little, for a, for a while before you have your first break. And even just if she would just hydrate in the morning, right? So it's just right. so important for your body to, even if, if it's just water, get something in there to kickstart things. Right. And, and sometimes like, uh, I've noticed like a lot of parents don't understand, like, right, the, the combination of the fluids, the carbs, the proteins, right. yeah. the good fats, and then the sodium, because, you know, you have to replenish, you know, when you're sweating. And so just that, that little small formula, the parents are like, oh, it makes sense. You know, right. why after a long, you know, camp or training, like my child hops in the car and they're just, they're asleep within five minutes on the, on the way home. It's like yeah. exhaust, exhaustion. Yeah, exactly. Well, Brittany, hey, I want to thank you. This is an important topic. I'm glad we touched upon it today on uh, on this 11th episode of the Coaching Youth Hoops podcast. Uh, tell us where, tell coaches where they can find you online. Um, so you can, they can find me on socials. Uh, my Instagram is at access your game. Same handle for Twitter. Um, same for Facebook as well. And then that, that, that's where I post the majority of my, of my stuff. They can also, um, ch- uh, I have a ton of updates and breakdowns of what I offer on my website, which is www. 
aygtraining.com. And we'll put that in the show notes as well. Brittany, thank you so much. We'll see you very soon. Take care. Thanks, Bill. All right. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.